With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen. Here we go, hour number two, 1106. It's August 12th, live and local radio. Your security guys need to know radio, broadcasting from the one source heating, air, and electrical studios. We call it Need to Know Radio here on Talk 99.5. Your security guys, Brady McLaughlin, one of three co hosts, alongside Jeff Rush and Dwight Graves. Dwight's actually on a plane, should be landing in Birmingham any moment. Maybe we'll get him back in the studio soon. And uh, it's been a minute since I've been back in the studio, as I was mentioning in the last hour, John Bird. So I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and, good uh, to have you back. It's a fun ride, man. It's a yeah, fun, man. Fun show. Uh, death toll, by the way, in Maui from the wildfires rises to 80 people. Guys, it's it's talk about a scary situation. Think about being on an island and nowhere That's, to escape to. I just I've been thinking about that a lot. Seriously, you yeah. Gotta, and and nowhere we to go. We need to talk more about that later in our show. Of hey, what if you're in that predicament? How do you get out of there? Well, you've got you know ways to get out on a on a boat, um, airplanes, whatnot. But you're kind of landlocked there, and there's only so much fire crews can do. We've got some CPR instructors that live there on the island, and thankfully they're in a safe area. But good gracious, the the property damage and then the loss of life is just heart wrenching, and it's a tough situation to deal with logistically to get the resources you need there. Now, thankfully they're surrounded by water, so if we're talking about uh, pickup and, and uh, aerial support of fire suppression, it, it can happen. Uh, but there's so much that goes into these wildfires. I'll tell you real quick before we go to our next guest is that um, back in 2014, I went through the, they call it fire in the field from the Alabama Forestry Commission. And I got uh, my uh, wilderness firefighter certification and we ended up doing some training out at Tannehill State Park where we spent all day, I think we probably did miles and miles of fire line where you've got crews of 20 people we carry all of our equipment and we cut the fire lines through the woods as a as a practice scenario if you will and talk about hard work wildland firefighting is the real deal hard work and we weren't even in fire conditions we were just doing this as training to complete our certification but uh good gracious this is a this is something we need to pay attention to prayers up for everybody affected over there in the in the islands in hawaii uh, and it's just crazy. You just don't see that often, but with the conditions they've got over there, it's prime for fire conditions. And of course, when it comes to conditions in Alabama, we'll be monitoring that. Any type of uh, breaking news, we'll bring it to you on our show. 
And uh, we'll take your call as well, 205-545-9950. Or uh, really enjoyed our number one with the state auditor, Andrew Sorrell. We really appreciate him joining. And um, maybe we can get him in studio in person next time he's coming through town. And and maybe over on Andrew McLean's show, too, with you, John Bird. That'd, yes. be, that'd be a good thing. Uh, next up, we've got the Shelby County District Attorney himself, Matt Casey's on the line. Matt, thank you so much for calling in, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Brady. Thanks for letting me come on, man. Absolutely. Matt, I got to see you and visit with you for a moment a few weeks back at the uh, Metro Birmingham Crime Stoppers uh, meeting near downtown, and we got to hear what difference Crime Stoppers is making around the metro area and the cases that they've had impact on and a lot of good law enforcement networking. Um, but we have you on our show from time to time to kind of just share updates from your office and what's going on in Shelby County as as well as what your vision is and what we need to know. So I'd love to start out. What what type of updates do we have going on in Shelby County under your office? Well, you know, the big thing going on right now is we got school starting back. You know, Shelby County school started this past week. So uh, we definitely want to uh, make sure our, our parents are um, making sure their kids are, are prepared for school and some of the dangers that, you know, that are out there, just make sure they're aware of them. Um, recently, I've talked a lot about um, uh, the human trafficking issue that, that is it is here in Shelby County. You know, it is something we need to be aware of. And I would just encourage parents in that regard to uh, please monitor their kids' social media. You know, a lot of times people are um, people will have fa- false identities, fake I- identities, and pose as something they're not to try to get in touch with children and try to target them. So we want to make sure they're aware of that. And, of course, we also have, as part of all this, uh, the National Nights Out that our different law enforcement in Shelby County has coming up. We've got a few dates uh, for Montevallo Police Department, for Pelham Police Department, for Alabaster Police Department, and uh, we've got some more police departments that are going to have those coming up. So we're just gearing up for school, man. We're getting ready to go. That's exciting. Let's let's kind of hone in on the human trafficking for a minute. We kind of saw this summer uh, the FBI and others doing massive federal raids to help rescue so many dozens and dozens of human trafficking uh, victims, many of them youth, as well as uh, arresting and and now moving into the prosecutorial phase of uh, these offenders. And then, of course, coupled with the the Sound of Freedom movie, which I have not yet seen but have heard just amazing things about as far as helping the general public to get a better perspective of what's going on out there and the very very, uh, true realities of human trafficking and how it impacts our country and how it impacts families and communities. And, uh, and some people just don't think about that locally. They think, oh, that's somewhere else. But we also know uh, through through just the facts that I-20 is one of the most human trafficked highways in, in the country. And, and people get dropped off and moved around, and it's just sickening the modern-day slavery that happens there. But um, I know you've been speaking on it and, and writing about it and, and focusing on that. Um, what, what our listeners need to know from your perspective? Well, you, you touched on part of it. You know, the stretch of I-20 between Atlanta and Birmingham is known by our law enforcement as the human trafficking superhighway. I mean, unfortunately, we have a great deal of human trafficking between that stretch, and it is it is here. It's, it's all over the country. It's all over the world. It's a $32 billion a year industry. It's the second largest criminal enterprise in the world. And I've done a lot of research recently because it's something that we're trying to pay attention to. And um, I just want people to be aware that it is here and to please um, take take precautions. That's why I go back to, you know, make sure who your children are talking to. Make sure what apps they're on. 
you know, as a parent, we just got to be careful and do what we can to stop those things from happening. But when we talk about human trafficking, Brady, you know, it's not just sex trafficking. It's also labor trafficking. Mm. It's also, uh, you know, people being forced to perform work, you know, and being transported for that purpose. Um, but like I say, it's such a big industry. It is happening. And we just need to be aware of it and, and try to take precautions against it. I, I recently this year moved into Harpersville, Alabama, and I'm glad to be a resident in Shelby County and already feel much safer. So uh, you're doing a good job over there. But I'll tell you this. I know Shelby – I'm sorry. I know Harpersville uh, – I'm a nerd, and I go look on uh, city council meeting minutes and whatnot, and I know they made a designation. And this may seem insignificant to some, but the fact that they're focusing on this was was exciting to me. But they uh, marked – I guess they passed some type of resolution from the mayor that – designates Harpersville as a, you know, anti-human trafficking community or something to that effect. Um, but it's encouraging to see people in Shelby County paying attention to this and and trying to do something about it and bring awareness to it and everybody. It takes a whole community to think about it, talk about it, and, and communicate about it. If they see something, they need to say something and do something. Absolutely. You know, be aware of it. Pay attention to those things. Again, you know, make sure who your children are talking to, where they're going, who they're meeting up with. Um, you know, I've seen some sad things happen, so we definitely want to do that. And, you know, you talked about the uh, the movie Sound of Freedom. Um, I went and saw that a few weeks ago, and I, I have uh, two daughters, two teenage daughters, and I took them with me along with my wife. I wanted them to see that. And just, uh, like I said, it's, it's not something that is enjoyable necessarily to talk about. But you need to have these discussions with your children so they're aware of these things and they're cautious about these things. But, yes, um, you know, that's great that Harpersville did that. You know, we're very fortunate to to be in a great community down here in Shelby County. We've got first-class law enforcement to do a great job. Uh, Being in the DA's office, we have a great relationship with all our law enforcement down here, with the sheriff's office and Hoover and Alabaster and Pelham and Montevallo and Helena and and Harpersville as well. And uh, they all do a great job. We're very fortunate to be a part of that. Excellent. Before we go to our break, and I want you to hang around if you can, Matt, uh, we got Matt Casey, Shelby County District Attorney. If you could share, share some warning signs that you've seen. Um, you know, obviously, you see things once it arrives uh, after an arrest and, um, and, and during the, maybe some search warrant collaboration process stuff and grand jury. But what are some warning signs that parents need to pay attention to if they suspect that there might be, you know, communication happening that could result in a human trafficking element, you know, being involved with one of their kids. What, what, what's something that they need to pay attention to? One of the things that we, we try to stress that people need to pay attention to is a change in behavior of your child. If they seem more depressed, if they seem more angry, if they seem, even if they seem more tired, you know, I read recently about a situation where a young girl was um, uh, extorted because she had sent a picture of herself, and this person was just forcing her to do certain things. And uh, she said she would, she'd have to be up at night, in the middle of the night, up to like 2 or 3 a.m., mm. because this person actually lived in California. Mm. And she was having to do whatever he asked her to do, or she felt she was having to, um, or he would disclose what he, had, what he had found out about her or the pictures he had. And um, if you, you know, she was exhausted going to school. So those are some signs, you know, a change in behavior, a change in attitude, a change in dress, a change in friends, a change in where they're going to hang out with people. That's why we say it's so important to monitor the social media. You know, this is probably the, you know, it's, it's amazing what we do with social media and some really cool things, obviously, but it's also a field day. 
for guys and, or people that want to do things to harm our children. And um, that's why we stress pay attention to the social media. Grab that phone. Look at it. Who are they talking to? What apps are they on? You know, I, I know people say, well, I want to give them their freedom. I understand that, but, you know, we, you just can't be too careful. And you don't want to look back and say, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that. So, Okay, that's good. Very that's good to know. Very good to know, Matt. We got yep. Matt Casey from the Shelby County DA's office. If you can hang around, we've got more for you. We want to learn more about actually the the how your office is staffed and what y'all focus on um, because every every district is different. Some districts you know span a single county. Other districts span multiple counties. Um, and kind of how y'all organize yourselves to to handle the day-to-day operations. Because um, some people just never get a peek into how county government works and how your office works. So if y'all want to go, by the way, while, before we go to the break, if y'all want to go online, it's shelbyal.com, and you can navigate over to the DA's office page and, and see what you need to see there. Before we go to break, also, uh, this part of the show is sponsored by Go Rescue. That's our company, our small business. Uh, go Rescue is focused on helping People save lives. Our vision is to deliver exceptional life-saving solutions. Jim Butters with Your House Inside and Out and I are collaborating the month of September, which is Preparedness Month, for a massive giveaway. It's something that we've never done before on talk radio and uh, literally can result in people's lives being saved. Um, we know that, I'll give you a little hint, um, we know that we had a, a, a tragic loss of life over Pinson Valley this week with Caleb White, the 17-year-old athlete student that passed away uh, during practice or after school there. Um, Probably a cardiac arrest issue. We'll know more next week. Uh, But we want to help you be prepared to save a life. And uh, we're really excited to collaborate with Your House Inside and Out with Jim to to literally help you be prepared. So more to come on that, 205-545-9950. More from Matt Casey next. You just heard the commercial from uh, One Source. Be sure to check them out again. Two zero five five zero nine nineteen twenty nine. Some of the areas in Alabama are going to experience a heat index that could hit one hundred and seventeen degrees today. Make sure you're cool and uh, you check out One Source again. Two zero five five zero nine nineteen twenty nine. If that number's not in your phone, jokes on you because you do not want your HVAC system to go out and you just get out of control inside there. You've got to keep your family cool. It's a it's a health issue. It's a safety issue there. So one source heating air robbing this team will take care of you again. 205-509-1929. All right. Uh, we got Matt Casey, Shelby County DA. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it, man. So, Brady, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you letting me speak with you and your listeners. A hundred percent. And by the way, you're going to have to tell Josh Cox, he is the man. We, we are thankful to know Josh and I'm sure he has uh, added some value to you being in your office on the investigation side too. He really has, you know, and, and I, if you don't mind, I'd like to go back to something you said a minute ago about our, our website. Um, Josh actually spearheaded us starting our own website. And uh, we actually have our own website for the Shelby County DA's office and that's shelbyalda.org. Oh, nice. so that's a website that the, the public can go to, yeah, and they can uh, find out some information about our office, find out uh, who to contact for certain issues, uh, how things work in the courthouse. If they're having trouble finding out about a court date or who to speak to, I think they can get that website. It'll really help them out. So, Thank you for sharing that. So shelbyalda.org. Correct. 
Perfect. And that segues perfectly into talking about your staff and whatnot. So tell us how kind of how your office is organized and, and how y'all are set up to uh, fulfill the offices or fulfill the duties rather of your office. Absolutely. So Alabama has 41 judicial circuits. Um, we are the 18th judicial circuit and our jurisdiction, my jurisdiction encompasses all of Shelby County and only Shelby County. So I'm very fortunate that I only have to go to one courthouse in Columbiana. That's nice. Now, um, there are some, yeah, it is very nice. There are some, some jurisdictions that have multiple counties, and they have to go to a courthouse in those different counties. So uh, there's some that have five counties. And then there's Jefferson County that's actually kind of split in, in two, you know, where you have the Birmingham Division and the Bessemer Division. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm one of 41 DAs in the state of Alabama, and uh, our, our jurisdiction encompasses Shelby. But we have um, – about 10 full-time DAs right now. We have a couple of part-time DAs. We have a staff of about 10. Uh, we have a, a few investigators. Um, and, uh, you know, we're hoping to add a few more people in the, in the coming months as we get into our next fiscal year. Um, we're, we're a growing county. You know, we've uh, almost tripled in size in the last 30 years, and, and we're continuing to grow. So uh, as we do that, we're going to need to add some more staff to our, to our group. But, uh, I'm very fortunate, man. I inherited a great team with some really good attorneys that do a great job and some great staff people. So very fortunate in that regard. That's excellent. I was talking to y'all's EMA director, Michael Asdell, the other day, and I was just shocked. Y'all, y'all's population in Shelby County is over a quarter million people, and I know uh, it's one of the safest counties, but still there's crime doesn't discriminate. And um, you're right, having a, a, well, a well-positioned team that's got some good division of labor and uh, that can provide that, um, that kind of that one-on-one, uh, you know, DA to, to victim communication and whatnot, and as well as the relationships with law enforcement. It takes a lot of time and resources to be able to maintain those those high levels, and and I think we're fortunate to have you in office and and your your approach to being a prosecutor and, and being hard on crime and and focusing on what matters, and that's taking care of making sure that justice is served and. Uh, seeing cases through the logical conclusion and, and, and developing those relationships with law enforcement at the same time taking care of victims. Um, what's y'all's vision for the office? What else do we have going on the rest of this year? Well, um, you know, we got the national lights out coming, so that's coming up. We want to uh, try to go to those and uh, ask the public to, to come out and say hello and, and meet people. Um, we've got some plans going forward with our school system that we want to uh, try to, uh, you know, to, to get involved with, some uh, some ideas. I don't want to speak about that yet because I haven't uh, cleared that with everybody yet, but we've got some ideas with that. Um, but, you know, I, what we really try to focus on is, is just communication with our victims. You know, one of the scariest things, you think about it, Brady, most people, especially in Shelby County, have never had any contact with the criminal justice process. Um, and I, I, I kind of joke, but I tell people, you really don't ever want to see me because I'm the DA. And if you see me, then you're either a defendant or you're a victim, and you don't want to be either one. But in those situations where you, where you are a victim on a case, um, we want to communicate with you, let you know what to expect, what's going to happen, uh, which courtroom is in, here's what's next. You know what I mean? So we try to pride ourselves in communicating with our victims, letting them be aware of it. We have uh, several victim service officers, we call them VSOs, uh, that help us get in touch with our, with our victims and keep them up to date what's going on, what's next, what to expect. So... Um, you know, those are just things that are very important to, to us. I think that, uh, you know, it can be a really scary process. As, as a prosecutor of the years, I've had, I've had witnesses um, who literally, grown, grown men and women, t- 
terrified, you'll not stand and testify. So we want to educate them and try to help them be at ease. You know, we have people who will who will go in the courtroom uh, with witnesses or victims and sit with them. They will really just sit with them and make sure that they're comfortable. Hey, it's okay, because it can be a scary process. But uh, that that's something we're very proud of. And if you don't mind, Brady, I would like to add this. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier when you're talking about school starting back. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a compact uh, down in Shelby County, and compact is it's kind of a, a almost like a task force that helps us reach out to our schools. And um, I think just about every school system in Shelby County is, is a part of it. I know we have uh, Alabaster City Schools, Chelsea, uh, Hoover City Schools, Helena Schools, Pelham, Shelby County uh, school system, and uh, we're a part of it. The sheriff's office is a part of it. We actually have Vestavia Hills is actually a part of it now. And what it is is uh, we have um, uh, certain uh, officers that are assigned from these ju- different jurisdictions that go to the schools and they work with the victims or the, uh, excuse me, the SROs in the schools. And what they do is try to identify um, some of the kids who may be kind of at risk. Uh, and what I mean by that is they're starting to get in a little bit of trouble. Maybe they've... Uh, you know, something's going on. The teachers have noticed something different. The counselors may have noticed something different. So they try to they jump in early and in interceding to help 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 curtail that, I guess. Absolutely. You know, they have counselors. They have some resources they can do. We want to try to get those kids to get them back on track. You know, I like Brady, I, and, I and not not to interrupt, not to interrupt, Matt. I like where you're going no. with that. We we actually have a caller, and we're short on time here. We have a caller for you. Charles and Chelsea is calling in with a question. Charles, good morning. What's your question for Matt? We just have a few seconds. Hi, I'm enjoying your show. Um, I just had a quick question. Uh, we keep hearing about the uh, obviously the um, immigrants that are are being bused to different neighborhoods or whatever different parts of the country, and we hear a decent amount of this on the news. But we're always hearing about L.A. and uh, New York, and I was curious if there is any kind of tracking uh, service or anything that would uh, allow a us to know if a uh, bus load of immigrants is about to be um, about to come to our area. Is is there any kind of service or anything like that going on? And I'll let you answer that in any way you want. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for the question, Charles. Interesting question. Matt, your thoughts. You just had a few seconds left. Yeah, great question, Charles. Thank you for asking it. I'll tell you, you know, when it comes to immigrants being being bused, a lot of times that's handled by the federal government. Uh, I don't I don't have much say or, or dealings with the federal government. So, um, to my knowledge, the local government does not have uh, any information about that those people arriving or leaving. Um, you know, I could say a lot about those type of things. I don't like it at all. But um, to my knowledge, it, it's it's not something that we can track. So I will do some research on that, though. I'd like to know about that myself. There you go. Matt Casey, thank you so much for your time. Shelby County District Attorney uh, and Charles, thanks for your call. Matt, I'm sure we will hear from you soon. Thank you for joining us. And we've got the Sawyer Solution next. Y'all stay tuned. The bottom of the hour break caught us, but Matt Casey, thanks so much for joining. Uh Uh-oh. Damien's in the studio back there with John Bird making a special guest appearance over there. Y'all need to tune in to Damien. He is the wow. How did, did where's his security detail? Did they leave him outside? They left the security detail outside. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe they let him go in here with his security detail. All right. So, uh, anyways, I digress. 205 545 9950. We appreciate Matt uh, joining us, Shelby County District Attorney, last segment. And this is the Sawyer 
solution, ladies and gentlemen, all rise for the Honorable Benji Sawyer joining us from his special bat phone. He's got his nice air-conditioned cape on today that has a dehumidifier to combat the crazy humidity we've got. Uh, it's also cloaked with cybersecurity and whatnot. Uh, Benji, good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are doing just fine, and we're very thankful to have you on the line this morning. Um, how how have things been in your world? Uh, you know, things are, are crazy, as always, right? You know, there's always something else going on and uh, making things interesting and stuff. And since you have, uh, you know, a, a professional uh, prosecutor on, uh, I do want to bring up something that's, that's really important. And we've talked about this a couple of times um, because – but I want to kind of reiterate this, um, and that's if, as a business – or potentially a person, uh, but definitely as a business, if you experience a breach, a ransomware incident, uh, an actual hack or whatever, um, one, you need to report that to the appropriate authorities from a compliance point of view. So if you don't know in the state of Alabama, uh, if, if personal information has been uh, breached, you need to report that to the state attorney general's office. But you also need to importantly call the FBI because the FBI is not going to prosecute you in any kind of criminal manners on this, but it helps them understand the landscape of the threats that are going on actively in our country. And so by talking to the FBI, because uh, as you guys mentioned earlier, you know, the, the, you are the, like the, the victim services, right? Um, yeah. You know, they'll sit down, you're a victim here, and they're not going to forget that. They're not going to come in and like, and, and, and this is a common concern, is they're not going to come in and like, you know, jackbooted thugs, if you will, and, and oh, you're not doing this right. I'm going to report you this. Like, that's not their, their purpose there. Their purpose there is to really sit down with you, um, help you navigate what's going on, make sure that in the, um, in, in, in your remediation efforts and your efforts to clean up and stuff or, or recover, uh, you're not breaking any laws. For instance, you're not making a payment to an organization that would land you in jail, uh, This on like a watch list or whatever. And to also make sure they, they can see that this new attack, or if it's a new attack or if it's not a new attack, one they've already seen, uh, you know, they, they have good in, info on it. They can relate it to their field offices and it can help the next person down the line, um, you know, and also possibly prevent things and also this is really important because I saw something just in the news this morning about it. Like the government is not a passive actor here. Um, when they get good actionable intelligence, you know, they're now acting upon that in ways, um, you know, like, you know, with I mean, extra legal is not the correct term. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but, you know, not they're not just sitting on their hands. Right. They are they are going after the bad guys actively wherever they can, however they can. And that does include in places where we do not have. Um, legal remedies, you know, unleashing, uh, you know, like the NSA, for instance, to do some stuff, uh, you know, in certain instances to, to try and, you know, get at these criminal gangs or whatever that are outside our judicial reach uh, to help prevent them from continuing onwards. Uh, so it's really important if you experience an event to call the FBI, right? Because they're not going to treat you badly. They're, they're going to, they understand you're the victim. They're not going to come in and, you know, shame you and all this kind of stuff. They, they want to help you and they want to help our country and reporting the intelligence is critical to that. That's important. That's really important. Well, you mentioned, you know, doing that, doing it early and, and making that contact, Benji. I also saw, this is just recently as of yesterday, um, there's an MLS provider uh, for the multiple listing services for people trying to buy homes and listing homes and whatnot. Uh, I saw this out of Greater Cincinnati. A, a massive cyber attack shut down the MLS of Greater Cincinnati, and so there's hundreds of homes that they post every day. I know we're in a you know kind of a, a stalling home market, if you will, with the sales and whatnot because of the interest rates. But 
This makes it even more difficult when you, a cyber attack shuts down a, an MLS like this. And, of course, I don't know the ins and outs of, of what that even looks like, but this is happening all the time, it seems. It, it does. And, and, and that's, that's like, it's, to be fair, it's always been more prevalent than people thought, right? Now it's becoming, people are becoming more open about it. It's kind of like drug addiction, right? Yeah. And alcoholism. Uh, you know, if you treat drug addiction and alcoholism uh, in certain ways, it becomes a shameful activity they hide. And that doesn't do anyone any good. Uh, you know, if you treat it as an actual disease, then that helps people understand they need help and it becomes more open and helps them understand that, hey, look, it's not just me, right? And so in this case, it's similar, right? These, these attacks, ransomware, actual hacks or whatever, you know, they're more common than people realize. Um, and so you need to do due diligence, but you also need to understand that if it does happen to you, even if you're doing the, everything possible, it's like getting in a car accident. You can be rear by somebody even if you're the best driver in the world, right? No shame in this. So report it to the authorities, just like you would a car accident. Uh, you know, call your local FBI field office, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, and, and also get your lawyer involved to make sure you cover your data breach laws and all that kind of stuff. But, but get them involved so that they can understand really what's going on in the country. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. It's crazy, the prevalency of it. But you're right. I, like, if you parallel it to, like, a drug addiction where people are talking about it more. And, and it's not just the cyber attack side. It's just the... The data, I mean, I just look, we were, earlier in the show, we were talking about Hawaii with Maui with the wildfires. Imagine how many right. businesses have been impacted because they store everything locally there. They may not have cloud uh, computing or cloud servers. Just a business continuity thing. These businesses may never reopen over there. That is correct, yeah. And that, that's something that people, it's often, it's never going to happen to me, right? Oh, <laughs> I've got, we, we still see it. Oh, I've got backup. This is thumb drive. Yeah, that's not backup, guys. Uh, you know, because it, 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 all it takes is, you know, a lightning strike and, and that and you're done. Right. And so, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into prote- properly protecting your business assets uh, from a, you know, cars and trucks down to your data. Right. Cause let's be honest, most businesses, their data is actually more valuable to them than their cars and trucks are, but it's less often talked about and less often looked at. That's fascinating. So what's, uh, what are the news and updates from Sawyer Solutions that y'all been dealing with recently? And uh, what kind of updates do you have for our listeners? Uh, I mean, so, you know, we're uh, – actually, I, I do want to actually read it to me. Last time I was on the show, I did mention that if you, if, if you guys, if anyone listening happens to know of a company that works well with home users, we are looking to find that company. Uh, and so that when we get asked, because we ask fairly often, uh, we, can, we have someone to rely to. So anyone listening to the show, if you are that person or you know that person, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. I've used them before. Call us, 844-448-7767. Email us at, uh, contact us at SolarSolutions.com or go to our website, SolarSolutionsLLC.com. Wow, I'm forgetting my own stuff. Uh, <laughs> SolarSolutionsLLC.com. Go to our contact us page. Shoot us a, a thing from there. I would love to meet those people. Um, so I heard you talking you know, about that a few weeks ago, Benji. I actually yeah. was listening to that segment. So tell me, tell the listeners one more time for people just tuning in, what exactly you're listening for, or looking for, rather, that you want to partner yeah. So we don't we don't deal with by and large homes, right? right. Residential stuff. Uh, we 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 are, we are primarily business. We're not geared for residential and that kind of stuff. So, but we do get asked about it frequently, 
and we don't currently have anyone we can send the, them to, right? We used to have a guy, he retired. Uh, we used to have a different guy, and after that, and he went to work for someone else. And so we don't really have anyone we can say, okay, yeah, call this person or this company. And so I'm really looking to, to meet that person who I, who, who I can get to know and trust so that when I get a phone call and it's not in our wheelhouse because it's someone's house, uh, you know, we can say, okay, well, you need to call this person, and they, they'll take care of you uh, because, like, you know, it's, it, it's just – I would like to have that, refer, that the ability to refer. So if you know someone who is that guy or you are that guy yourself, let us know, please. Any type of install, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, install, you know, you know, like like hardware repair, just helping out home users in general, like setting up them on backup because their backup needs are different than our business, than a business backup need is, right? Yeah. Uh, and so our stuff just isn't geared towards home users. And we also are, you know, we don't generally, we're not a 24-7 shop. So, you know, home users are oftentimes using stuff after hours and, you know, that's not when we're available. And so the way we lock down people's systems, we lock them down super tight. And you want that as a business. As a home, there has to be more flexibility and stuff like that. And we're, we're not geared for that absolutely so guys if y'all are listening and you know somebody who would be a good uh partner and ally of sawyer solutions who specializes in the commercial and business side uh but if you know someone who would be a really good ally there on the residential side on the home side call 844 it pros and ask to speak to benji or go to their website at sawyersolutionsllc.com and go to the Contact Us page or email them at contactus at Solutions with an S, LLC.com. And uh, I'm sure that would uh, be very, very, very appreciated by Benji and Ken and everybody there. Um, you so, really would make our day. Yes. Yeah, you'll make their day, and you'd make you'd make me happy, too, to know that the connection happened through the show. Um, that'd be awesome. So what else do we need to know about? I know that there's there's always something going on on the cyber front, but uh, any new uh, updates that we need to know about uh, any new software coming out that we need to be paying attention to anything like that? I mean, there's always things, uh, you know, coming out and developing. There's some interesting stuff on, uh, on, on, on what's called data loss prevention is being uh, pushed forward in, in a variety of different areas. And that, that helps you uh, secure your data so that, um, people can't get to it who shouldn't be getting to it internally or externally, right? Um, and so uh, there's new products hitting the market on, a, on a, and, and, you know, and, and the business sizes we work with are generally small to medium-sized businesses. And so what happens is this hits the enterprise market, costs a ton of money, bugs get worked out, and then eventually it starts filtering its way down and getting cheaper, and then it hits uh, the market we deal with. So we're able to kind of see this, actually really most of it starts with the government and then it's enterprise and then it comes down. So we're able to see this kind of coming for a while. And so we expect some good, fun new tools to hit the market uh, in the next you know, couple of years that will really help us further secure the actual data so that even insider threats can be lessened and the likelihood of someone being able to steal your data and take it somewhere else can be dropped significantly, which is a real concern and one that hasn't been super well addressed in the small to medium-sized business market. That's good. Also, I was thinking about this. As we we toss around the terms cyber attack and ransomware and whatnot, if you could take a moment, Benji, for our listeners, um, just because not everybody's as savvy as, as y'all are, obviously, on the on the IT front, but if you could kind of define and, and uh, compare a cyber attack versus ransomware, what are the differences and similarities? So ransomware is a type of cyber attack, right? Cyber attack, cyber, a cyber incident or cyber event, uh, you know, is, is a broad category, right? It's, it's, um, 
malware, of which ransomware is a type, uh, fall into that. Cyber incidents also fall into other areas, such as the most common one you see outside of ransomware is what's called business email compromise. That's where someone gets in your email, and that, they're not pretending to be you. They are you. They're in your email, right? Uh, and, and they can send an email out as you and your contacts and act as you. That is the most common type of event we see in businesses. Um, it's not... Uh, unfortunately is difficult to perpetrate as you might hope, even if you're totally secure as much as you can, because people are generally the weak link here, uh, relying upon people to, we had this happen to clients where Microsoft, I'm using air quotes, calls and says, oh, I need to verify your account. Please give me your email address. And the person does it. Oh, okay. Well, I need to verify. So please give me your password. Um, great. And oh, let's finish the verification. Can, can you give me the code? And they'll do it. And once you do all the three things, that's, that's you know, multi-factor, you let the bad guy in, right? <laughs> um, and, and so, like, what happens with stress and frequency. Um, and so, like, that is a very common attack type. Uh, you know, the traditional attack, people like actually hacking, like, you know, that everyone kind of thinks of, is actually very, very rare in, um, in, in the industry we play in, right? That is actually something that does happen, but it's generally in the enterprise or governmental space, um, because those require special tool sets and special skills and all this kind of stuff. The most common um, attacks are generally perpetrated through a phishing campaign where you get an email that looks suspicious, um, you know, and, or maybe not to you, uh, and you give them information you shouldn't log into systems or whatever. Um, and so, after, you know, ransomware, as far as malware, ransomware is the most common type of malware. It's not the only type. Um, but in those kinds of space we normally play in, you don't generally find the more advanced type of ransomware that you would find uh, in the, uh, you know, the enterprise governmental space where, that have different targets, right? Because people who are targeting SMBs or even individual people are generally after quick payout cash. Uh, yeah. Whereas people who do enterprise level or governmental stuff are oftentimes, you know, state actors or state funded actors and they're after espionage or corporate espionage. Uh, and so they have different timelines, different methods of tools uh, and all that kind of stuff for getting the information out they want. Uh, and so, like, you know, there's a, there's an attack against, um, oh, man, I just blanked, a major provider. I forgot mm -hmm. who it was. Uh, and it was, you know, and they were in there for a long time uh, and, and to, to, to get the lay of the land, to get to their clients, right? And that's that's a, that's a, that's a, a um a supply chain attack. The, the 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 target was not the company. The target was the company's clients. Uh, there was you know, and so that's that's super common because it's hard to get into Fort Knox. But if you can find the cleaning service that services Fort Knox, they're probably not as well protected, and so you can infiltrate them to then get into Fort Knox as opposed right. to trying to launch a frontal assault against Fort Knox. Is that, is it in, in that I case? get it. You kind of like the Trojan horse kind of thing. That's right. That's right. If you can, and you know, and Trojan is a common malware type too, but uh, you know, if you can, if you can, you know, these guys aren't stupid, right? Their entire job, all they think about all day, every day is how to, how to do bad things. Those uh, are the black and, hat ha hackers, right? That's right. Uh, they're, they're called black hats. And, um, and so, you know, they're, they're really smart people that would do this. Um, and so, you know, they do, uh, they, they, and they have lots of time to think about it. So they can do some pretty amazing stuff and perpetrate some pretty amazing, uh, things. And it, to be honest, like, you know, we've, you know, we've done some stuff against our, our own enemies, uh, that, you know, we'd be considered a black hat. Uh, so this is a, is a tool of nation states, just like it is of, uh, you know, of, of criminals, uh, as part of a, a way to, um, you know, shut down things we don't want, such as the Stuxnet virus, which shut down the, uh, uranium manufacturing process in Iran. Oh, yeah. Um, so, 
That's you a know, very I, famous example, which is my favorite ones. Benji, at one point I saw a heat map, and it seems like it shows, whether it's real or not, uh, maybe you can speak to that, but it was some type of heat map that showed the live attacks being perpetrated yeah. from back so, and forth. Is that real? There are there there are several of those around. A lot of them come from uh, various like firewall vendors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're representing the, the, the attacks they're seeing <clears throat> launched against and from various locations. Um, there's, um, uh, my mind is blank. There's one that's very, very famous and it ag- aggregates a couple of things. It's not real time, real time, but it's, yeah, it, but it's it representative. Um, yes. And so, uh, that's a fun one to watch. Right. Um, and, and, and cause you can see like, wow, there's all these attacks and like, you know, the, most of them are coming to America, mm-hmm. right? We are the biggest target, uh, Europe close second. Uh, you know, there are not a lot of attacks going in, going to Brazil, Attacks coming from Brazil, but not attacks going to Brazil because Brazil doesn't have a lot of people want, right? Um, but but that's you know somewhat it's, it's an interesting thing to watch. Not super helpful. It's it's kind of a fun informational thing to you know, but it's like an ongoing thing. Things are just out there all the time, um, you know, just constantly trying to get in places uh, and seeing what they can get into. It's I mean it's 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 like. Uh, I mean there's there's no real world analog to this. Um, you know it's it's, it's it, but it is really just, you know, wild, wild west in a lot of ways. Yeah. The stuff going on and everything. So, well, Benji, if you would, um, John Bird t- is telling me that we're delayed or over for a break uh, past our, our timeline for that. So, if you would give everybody the contact information they need to know, maybe you're a business owner out there, maybe you, you've experienced a cyber issue and, and you want to get ahead of it for next time, how do they get in touch with Solar Solutions? Sure. Eight four 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 eight seven seven six seven. That's eight four 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 IT Pros. You can go to our website, solarysolutionsllc.com. There's a contact us page there, or you can go and email us at contact us at solarysolutionsllc.com. Benji Sawyer, I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, looking forward to having you on next time, and uh, hope you have an outstanding week. And thank you so much for your partnership, brother. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Benji Sawyer with Sawyer Solutions, solarysolutionsllc.com. Y'all stand by. And so are we. Final segment, your security guys. Packed show today. We started with the state auditor, Andrew Sorrell, followed by Matt Casey, Shelby County DA, and then uh, Benji Sawyer with Sawyer Solutions. Sometimes it just works out where we can get a whole bunch of guests packed into one and your calls as well. I really appreciate our callers calling in like Charles and others uh, that have questions. And that's why we do this thing live so we can bring you answers as we roll on through next week i think is our sixth anniversary of being on air with your security guys on on the the radio john bird for two years we did the 7 a.m to 8 a.m hour and then that was 20 what 17 2018 i think it was 2019 is when we transitioned into maybe it's 2020 we transitioned into the 10 a.m. to noon, and we have loved it ever since. That's the perfect spot. It is. It is. We get to come on right after Jim Butters, and uh, we're not competing with football. Yep. And we get you. We get John Bird. Triple bonus. That's right. (laughs) Last story, if you're out there uh, eating in Jefferson County, um, AL.com published an article. uh, Would you like some mice droppings with that? Jefferson County's lowest health inspection scores. So uh, they listed Teriyaki Express over in Leeds. Uh, little Little Caesars over on Lorna Road in Hoover, uh, Costa's Mediterranean Cafe with an 83, the Purple Onion in, in Hoover on Montgomery Highway with an 83, the Awful Waffle in Hewertown, 
And uh, I think there's a couple others that are a little low. But, hey, we got to go. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there. Maintain your situational awareness and always have a plan. Be prepared. We're on every Saturday to bring you tips to be safer in this crazy world. God bless y'all all, all, and uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. And like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.